After the close calls and upsets we saw over college football in the weekend, the Big Ten should get two college football playoff teams, no matter what happens between Ohio State and Michigan this weekend. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Locked On Big Ten. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson, and coming up on today's show, we're going to take a look at the latest in recruiting on the basketball side with Sports Illustrated's Jason Jordan. He's the director of basketball recruiting over at SI, going to be brought to us here by LinkedIn to give us a look at everything going on in the top 2023 classes in the Big Ten going into the season. Before we do any of that, though, we get to talk more college football playoff stuff as the rankings come out here today. But before we get into any of it, our show today is brought to you in part by Upside. Download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Welcome into Locked On Big Ten. Be sure to follow the show wherever you get your podcasts, on YouTube and on Twitter, at Locked On Big Ten. It's one zero at the end, not T-E-N. I'm Nate Dickinson, at Nate with Sports on Twitter. And we got to get into, first, before anything else, the fact that the Big Ten is a two-playoff bid conference. It should be a foregone conclusion right now. Let's take a look at where things currently stand in college football. The thinking has been nationally pretty much all season that the Big Ten would get a bid in the playoff as always, and it would be whoever won between Ohio State and Michigan. That team goes on to win the Big Ten title, and it gets, of course, the easy nomination into the Final Four. But in the coming weeks and past weeks, we've seen that the growing possibility has been there for the Big Ten to get a second team into this four-team playoff. I've been fighting for it for a little bit now. But now the rest of the college football playoff landscape has changed in a way where not only is it becoming a possibility, if you ask me, it should be kind of a conclusion that both Michigan and Ohio State are going to get spots in this Final Four. And I don't think the rest of the country is there yet, but I really do think that we are at that point. Again, let's just take that right now the four teams are Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. That's what it's going to be if it ended today and if everybody else keeps doing what they should the rest of the way. Of course, Ohio State and Michigan have to play each other this week. But then you try and look and see, okay, so if and when one of those teams slips up, and one of them is going to, of course, win two teams face off this weekend between the Wolverines and the Buckeyes, who's going to have that argument against whoever loses? And before there were plenty of really good arguments to be made across all of college football, Now there are not nearly as many. Let's start, of course, with the most obvious one. Previously, number five, Tennessee. Only loss had been to Georgia, and it wasn't a great loss, but it was a loss. But then they get blown away by South Carolina, who puts up 63 on them. And now you're looking at a a Tennessee team that got wrecked by South Carolina, didn't look good against Georgia, and of course, most importantly, has two losses. So they're out. If you try and go the rest of the way down the line, every other team in the AP Top 10 that you could even make an argument for, even if Ohio State or Michigan gets beat 
badly in this last game. Their resume is better than what everybody else has to offer. Let's go down the list. Number six, LSU. Losses to both Tennessee and Florida State in the first week. Both of them pretty decent losses. Florida State was a one-point loss in the first week of the season. But that's not a better loss than what Michigan or Ohio State is going to have. And it's two losses. Barely beat Arkansas two weeks ago, LSU did. Uh, Barely beat Auburn earlier in the season, too. Auburn, not a good football team right now. LSU does not have the resume to stack up to the loss that either Michigan or Ohio State has. Going on, Clemson, a one-loss team. Could be an ACC champion, but got wrecked by Notre Dame. Had numerous close calls before that. Had people talking about how shaky the team had been before they even lost. And a few weeks ago, we were going to say way, way out of it. Now more teams have lost, but I think even one loss, Michigan or Ohio State has a better resume than that. Moving on, Alabama, number eight. Of course, two losses. So shouldn't even have to have this conversation at this point. But the losses are to Tennessee and LSU. They're good losses, but other close calls throughout the season too. People have been saying this is not the same Alabama team. Texas A&M, Texas, Ole Miss, all games that Alabama were playing close. And we already talked about number nine, Tennessee. When you're looking at the resumes that Michigan or Ohio State are going to have, one of them's going to have one loss. If it's Ohio State, It's one loss alongside a team that has not had a one-possession loss up until that point the rest of the season. If it's Michigan, it's one loss to an Ohio State team that's best in the country, if not second best to Georgia. And only other times they've been tested was against Maryland, in which they won 34-27, and then, of course, this last weekend against Illinois. It would be one loss. The one loss better than any of the losses that you could put together for any of the other teams. And neither of these teams, while they have had close calls as of late, none of them have been anywhere near losing and none of them have lost, of course, up to this point. It should be three, four sure teams in at this point. Ohio State, Georgia, and then Michigan. If TCU loses, then have that conversation about who gets the last and fourth spot. But if you ask me, there are three teams that are locked in. Even if Michigan gets blown out by Ohio State or vice versa, I don't think they should drop off. Maybe they will. And maybe we'll see what happens here with the official rankings that come out today. But with the close calls that everyone else has had, when you put it up against everyone else's resumes, Ohio State and Michigan, they're just better. Outside of the fact that they haven't lost. And now everyone else that really had the good, good arguments, they all have two losses. It should be a big enough gap where we're able to say, hey, both these teams are in. But I I don't think everybody else is quite there with us yet. Coming up, we're going to talk to Jason Jordan, Sports Illustrated's recruiting director for basketball, to get his thoughts on the start of the 2023 cycle. As the season gets going, who is at the top and who could be jumping into it? We'll talk about that with Jason here in just a second. First, though, inflation has all of us thinking about different ways to try and cut back. Whether it's driving less, dining out less, or buying less from the grocery store, we can all agree there's nothing fun about less. That's why you can start using Upside to get more. It's an incredible app where anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out can get cash back. And 
I'm guessing you're doing one of those things at least. With Upside, I don't have to cut back because I get cash back on every purchase. And all you have to do is download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get a little extra bonus here thanks to us. Use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. Hey, tuned in to Locked On Big Ten, here to get a little bit of an update on what's going on on the recruiting of basketball side of things here in the conference. We've got Jason Jordan, Director of Basketball Recruiting here from Sports Illustrated, on to join us. We're going to pick his brain in just a second. Jason's brought to us by LinkedIn Jobs. If you're looking for your next great recruit for an opening that you have online, you can find it over at LinkedIn Jobs. I don't have to sell you on LinkedIn. Everybody's already on LinkedIn. So go check out LinkedIn Jobs, post your job for free, and find that next great candidate. Uh, Jason, all sorts of Big Ten teams already on the way to filling up their 2023 classes, and a couple of them already making some pretty big names for those classes as well, as we've got a top three team in Michigan State as it stands in the recruiting class rankings, a top 10 team in Ohio State. Let's start out with those Spartans, though. Tom Izzo is doing an exceptional job early in this cycle, already got a five-star to his name. What's been the key to the hot start for his team? Well, landing that unicorn in the 2023 (laughs) class, which is Xavier Booker, who really has come on in the last, I would say, year um, on the national scene, um, because the reality is uh, this time last year, people were not talking about him in in that vein. I don't even think he was ranked to be honest with you, which is always fun. You know, it just means we relate to the party. Doesn't mean he was a late bloomer. <laughs> um, but this summer was huge for him. I mean, he he didn't even play on a major circuit, but he played in some major tournaments. And um, he's got the – he has the whole – I hate to say it because it's become cliche and I hate cliche. But he's 6'11", and they're calling him the unicorn of this class, right? So he's 6'11", guard skills, um, southpaw, does everything – um, yeah, I hate to say it, I hate comparisons, but he puts you in the mindset of a Chet Holmgren. Um, because at 6'11", he's handling the ball like a guard, knocking down perimeter shots pretty efficiently. Um, rim runner, uh, finishing in the paint. Um, and he's mean in a good way, in a good way. So, um, you know, we did a mock draft in June, all high school, just for fun, all high school NBA mock draft. So if they were given high school players, the option for high school players, and only high school players, um, who would they take? So we had um, Mackenzie Mbako, who's um, headed to Duke. He had him going number one, but Xavier Booker was number two. And he could have been number one. You know, so that's got the Michigan State fans thinking Phoenix in 2024. Um, and rightfully so, um, because he's really that good. He's really that good. He's like a program changer. And um, he's a guy that has everybody saying – Tom Izzo is back. He's back on his game, you know. So that gives you momentum. Recruiting is all about momentum and um, who you land. And it it could really just take just one to kind of start that domino effect. So definitely so big was, things looking up in East Lansing. Was Izzo early to the party? Did he get his name in the hat before everybody else could get in here? Yeah, that's the thing. And that's what helped him win out. You know, he was there early. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he sunk his teeth in. You know how it is, Tom Izzo. Um master of intensity you know so um he connected with Xavier Booker and to be honest you know when when Enzo uh locked in when when people weren't locked in it was really a foregone conclusion that he was going there because um that he said Xavier said you know that the fact that he believed in him 
before other people did um, was ultimately what earned them their commitment. Yeah. And a big commitment for Michigan State right out of the heart of Big Ten country in Indiana, too. A big, big get for the Spartans to be able to grab him in the 2023 class. Uh, another team that's at least making names for themselves in the top 10 here is Ohio State. Yeah. They're lacking maybe that one big unicorn guy, but they've got that more well-rounded class. A whole bunch of four-star yeah. guys out there so far committed and signed to the Buckeyes. Who sticks out out of their list of names? I would definitely say um, Scotty Middleton. You know, he's the highest rated guy. We haven't put our um, SI-90 out yet. I'm sorry, SI-99 out yet. But Scotty Middleton will be really high on it. That's coming out um, early next month. But Scotty Middleton, 6'6", wing, um, can play the two and the three. But he guard, he can guard one through five. So a lot of people, um, you know, talk about him as just like right now, you look at him as like a utility guy in college, um, but a guy who's able because of, you know, his makeup. He's 6'6", six, six, big, long. He probably has like a 6'9", 6'10", wingspan. Um, and so if you think about that, that's all encompassing of what he can do on the offensive end. Not a – He's one of those guys that's not – he's like, is he a knockdown shooter? No, but he shoots a pretty good. Is he a, a dominant slasher? No, but he gets to the rim. You know, so he's one of those guys, but he just gets it done. It's not pretty all the time, um, but he's like a junkyard dog, um, blue-collar guy, lunch pail guy, but he's going to get you 15 and 8 and 5. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the game, he's going to have that stat line. And he's going to do it dirty and, you know, he's going to, you know, put on his worker's hat. And so, you know, you love that about him. And then, you know, I just I like the versatility of their class. They have Taysom Mitchell, who is a um, 6'4 combo guard, you know, three level score, um, really good adept at playmaking for himself. And he calls his number a lot. But, you know, that's probably smart because he's really, he's really talented. You know what I'm saying? And then Devin Royale. Six seven wing, a lot of length. Austin Parks, a lot of length, a lot of versatility in that class. So, um, definitely, definitely another strong class for Ohio State. Guy like Middleton in there, gritty guy. You know he's going to have plenty of fans when it gets to Big Ten basketball season. No doubt about yeah. that. Uh, Jason Jordan again here, director of basketball recruiting with Sports Illustrated, joining us for a couple of minutes here on Locked On Big Ten. Uh, Jason, we've gone over the big names, Michigan State and Ohio State. Highlight yeah. at least so far this 2023 recruiting class in the conference. Uh, who else is out there knocking on the door right now? Recruit away from getting into there and saying, hey, we've got the competitive class right there with Ohio State, right there with Michigan State. Yeah, I would say um, Maryland. Maryland's done a really good job in this cycle. John, Jonathan Lathan, Desha- uh, Deshaun Harris-Smith, those are two guys I really like in that class. Um, and then Illinois, I mean, I know they lost Sky's little brother, which <laughs> that's rough. But um, Dre Gibbs, Lawhorn, um, another talented combo guard is a guy I really like in that class. And Amani Hansberry, also um, really, really, really good all-around player for um, Illinois. And and I'll say this, this is one that people sleep on. They did not make our SL All-American Top 25 for um, the 25 team rankings. But they were close, and that was Wisconsin. I um, really, really like their class. Um, and it's anchored by Gus Yaldin, who is a guy I'm very high on. Um, the country is not that high on him when you look at those rankings, which is always baffling to me. Um, but Gus Yaldin, all he did was dominate the Nike YBL, um, which is pretty pretty good. And, you know, he got better as a, 
as the summer went on, he went to the Peach Jam and really dominated all the bigs that he went against. 6A, 240, um, and really just does everything. Probably the best footwork I've seen in the class. Um, but just know he's not like a guy who's going to um, rise over anyone and dunk on them. But he's going to pump fake you. He's going to get you up, get you on his hip, um, get you on his shoulder. And when he creates that separation, he's wide. So he knows how to use his body and finish with either hand. And and I, when I tell you he dominated people at Peach Jam, so I don't know what everybody else was looking at, but I promise you Gus will be higher ranked in the SI-99 than he is anywhere in the country, just because I'm, I'm big on this. What, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of rankings are based on what will you be, you know, with five years from now, I'm, I want to get it right. So I want to make sure <laughs> I said that you were <laughs> – an NBA all-star. Well, here's the truth. Here's the truth. Most of those guys don't become NBA all-stars, you know? So I'm big on what did you do now? What did you, I'm not a fortune teller. So if you dominated the, everybody says the Peach Jam, and I agree, is Peach Jam and Nike EYBL is the number one summer circuit in the country. So if that is true and you dominated everybody that you played against, what, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? So, Trust me, Gus will be ranked pretty high in the SI-99 based on what he actually did on the court. Imagine that. So um, I'm big on Wisconsin's class, and I think they they definitely have the um, have an all-around class to potentially get in that SI, SI All-American top 25 for the team rankings. Well, when it comes to basketball recruiting, Jason Jordan has something on the guys you know. He's got something on the guys you need to know, which means that once the season gets up and going here, we're going to have him on here plenty on Locked On Big Ten to pick his brain on everything going on in the cycle. Jason, thanks for taking a few minutes to give us some names here at the start of the season to look out for. But again, we're going to have you back on here real soon to get into more specifics on some guys as things really start heating up in this recruiting session. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks, Court. Look forward to it. Thanks again to Jason for helping us break down things in the Big Ten's basketball recruiting landscape as the season starts up. Already, of course, been a really exciting start to the Big Ten season. We'll have Jason back in to break down things as things play out on the court to tell us things a little bit more about how things are going on the sidelines with recruiting and visits and things like that. Before we finish up the show, a reminder... Bet online is the place to go for any of your online sports gambling needs. If you hear a line here on Locked On Big Ten, it's coming from Bet Online. So if you want to bet alongside us or bet the opposite of us, fade us, go on over to Bet Online and sign up today where you can get all of your bets in and all the games you could possibly want to get those bets in on and also get the information you need before putting that money where your mouth is. Go on over to Bet Online right now to get on going. It's Bet Online where the game starts. Only a couple of things to report here in Big Ten news. A basketball from yesterday, Ohio State basketball took its first loss of the season in Maui. The Maui Gym Invitational, Ohio State loses to number 17, San Diego State. The final score, I actually don't have it on my person. I will in just a second. Apologies on that. Uh, Ohio State loses, though, to San Diego State. San Diego State just shot the ball really, really well in this game. 51% from the field, 48% from three. Both teams scored a bunch of points in the second half. It was a scoring spree, 88-77 to the final, as I finally realized that I didn't have that one up on the sheet. Sam McNeil, Sean McNeil with 22 points for Ohio State, and Bryce Sensabaugh, 17 off the bench for the Buckeyes, too. The other game that you need to know about from the Big Ten, Iowa won a 
huge blowout warm-up game. And Minnesota was supposed to have a bit of a warm-up matchup against California Baptist, but instead things went to overtime between the two teams. Minnesota does win 62-61 to 61 the final score. Another close call for the Gophers. Uh, makes you wonder if this team's going to be one that's ready to compete when it comes to Big Ten basketball season. Again, Ben Johnson's just in his second year of putting together not just a new regime with his start as the head coach, but also an entirely new roster. When he got there, you have to remember last season, he was starting basically from scratch. The entire team is still really just transfers and incoming freshmen from that season or beyond. They returned like zero, none of their minutes from when Richard Pitino left the roster and left leading that team. Uh, so it's still going to be some time before Minnesota's really ready, but I was at least hoping to get ready to have some competitive Minnesota basketball. Don't know at least if they're ready yet, but of course a long time before we get to Big Ten basketball season, and you know there's talent there. Dawson Garcia's been doing really well. Jason Jameson Battle is someone who's been highly touted in the preseason too, so there's pieces there for them to be able to be ready to get some wins in the Big Ten, and you know how Big Ten basketball goes. They'll get those wins. On the Big Ten schedule for today, Ohio State basketball still playing in Hawaii. They've got Cincinnati here today. Ryder is at Rutgers. Liberty is at Northwestern. In men's hockey, Penn State hosts Alaska Fairbanks. They'll be making the trip from, well, Alaska to face off against the Nittany Lions. In women's basketball, Tarleton is against Nebraska, and Niagara is against Northwestern. Finally, in recruiting news, only one commitment from over the weekend to tell you about three-star defensive lineman Theoran Randall commits to Minnesota out of Pearland, Texas. That's all for today on Locked On Big Ten. Nate Dickinson with you here every single weekday. Tomorrow, John Garcia Jr. in to get the football side of an update on recruiting. And, of course, a big weekend in Big Ten football to look forward to as well. It's holiday season, so if you're traveling, of course, get home safe. And we'll be back here leading up to Thanksgiving on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Big Ten. I'm Nate Dickinson. This has been Locked On Big Ten.